Welcome to the Pinelander Podcast, the official podcast of Pineland, broadcasting to you from an undisclosed location deep inside Pineland, where we discuss faith, family, finances, firearms, freedom, food, and everything else in between with those who believe in living free and living out the values that made this country free. everybody welcome to the pinelander podcast my name is paul lefavor i'm here with my ranger buddy mike blackburn today is friday the 12th of august 2022 uh today we have as a special guest everybody's a special guest i think every time i say this 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 one might qualify special special yeah this is special special guest but uh one of my good friends uh a good a great model american uh a christian a man of faith a man who's uh, seen uh, a dark night of the soul and has lived through it. A man who has uh, steel in his spine, uh, a real man, a man of honor, uh, Mike Smith. Welcome to the podcast, sir. Hey, thanks, Paul. I, I'm <laughs> honored to honored to be asked to uh, be a part of your your program, man. I thank you. And uh, Mike, it's nice to meet you. Uh, Paul's told me a lot about you. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Well, this is going to be a deep dive because, you know, it's, it's a long way from Hollywood to Pineland. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can get any farther from Pineland than Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's a lot of acting. He's been here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's been here. He's been to the G-Base. No, he's been there, but it's been a while probably, my yeah. guess. Uh, I've kind of I've seen your program, what I've, you know, glimpses into the worlds, and it's more like, more to, it's it's more it's closer closer related than you might think <laughs> yeah i don't know if that's good or bad yeah <laughs> hey but for our listeners uh mike smith is a stuntman uh he is a director uh he is uh, perhaps recently most well known for his uh documentary out of the shadows uh you're gonna want to look at that uh you go yeah. to youtube out of the shadows it's had, out of it's out of shadows. Out of out shadows. Of, sorry, out of, out of shadows. shadows. Uh, it's had over, I think, a uh, hundred million views. Mike, it's it's been yeah. The first year it received, we were still tracking all the analytics because it was aggregated on so many different sites, and uh, it 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 had over a hundred million views globally and was translated into uh, twenty eight different languages around the world, and uh, it's still free. And by the way, you know, it's I've been. You can't share it on Facebook. You can't share it on Twitter. You can't share it on Instagram. And you can't share it really. It might still be up on YouTube. Maybe somebody else has put it up. Gee, but, I wonder why that is. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but the place that you can always find it, and it's still free, and it's downloadable, is at our outofshadows.org. So it's just out of shadows, like the title of the film, .org. And you can go there and... You can just watch it anytime right off the computer. Yeah, so Mike, uh, and it is a fascinating, I don't want to detract uh, from the documentary, which is fantastic. I've watched it several times. Uh, and I just wanted to ask you, uh, you know, maybe you could just give us a little bit of a synopsis just to kind of get things going. Uh, about the film or what, about about Out of Shadows? Like right, just the, about the, the well, documentary, the, the, yeah. The, yeah, just the overview, Cliff Note version, which I'm, probably horrible at but i'll give it a, sw- a swirl here um 
the the movie it's like there's a lot of things in this world that people are not aware of and there are a lot of things that when you become aware of them you have a moral obligation so to speak to decide what it is that you want to do about that situation so the position i took when we started making out of shadows was i i started discovering some things and i started realizing there were things that weren't exactly like i like things i never questioned or really knew about but then when i started realizing that these things were actually real and i just you know now i don't know what to believe about a you know a certain event but i can tell you what really did happen and then kind of pray and discern over that information so so what I was taking, uh, what what I was taking for granted was, um, you know, the the world I was in, and I, so I was like, well, how do I, I need to make a film, and if I I want to show something to someone, I'll say, hey, look, I'm going to show you some stuff that's real, and then you decide what you think about it. Like I wasn't taking a position of like, hey, I know some stuff, and here's what you should know that I know. You know what I mean? So I. I just took a neutral position with Out of Shadows and I was like, look, let me show you some things that I discovered are actually real. I'm not telling you what to believe about Operation Mockingbird, but it's real. And I'm not telling you what to believe about Paperclip, but it's real. And MK Ultra, it's real. I don't tell you what to believe. Go do your own research. And then it gets deeper and it goes into, you know, the, the media and then it goes into basically there's there is human trafficking going on in this world what people know about it or what they don't know about it is how educated they they become for themselves and then the last thing is the the true battle between good and evil and and the the division and the deceit and the deception that you're placed under with that type of occult uh, agendas but you don't have to believe in it but it's real and they do and it affects your reality. So you have to make a choice. What do I want to do about this if I believe this is real? And so that was the stance I took with the film. And and I think people responded to it. It was like, I didn't, I wasn't saying, hey, man, everybody's bad. And these people are, you know, you need to know that I, that wasn't the point. The point was, we're, we're not as educated as we think we are. <laughs> so, right. you know. Hey, so if, uh, just for our listeners, if they may not be familiar with it, uh, I believe uh, all, this all started with uh, an encounter you had with the Lord, right? Absolutely. Right. Well, it started It started seven years ago. I got paralyzed. I was doing, I mean, like, I had a crazy career. Like, I was a, you know, I started out, like, if I was in the military, you'd probably consider me, like, a Mustang. You know, like, I was, like, an enlisted dude that worked my way up. And I became, you know, you know, an officer type, you know, like I was more of an executive towards the end of my career. But in the beginning of my career, I was a stuntman. I did, you know, I just went to work, you know, fall off this building, get hit by that car, jump out of this helicopter, you know, whatever. I did my job. But as I started working in the business and moving moving up, you know, that's when I started seeing things a little different. Does, does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, you're so, just getting you know, you're exposed to yeah. more of the, uh, the the industry itself and, and the and the, uh, the workings well, the workings behind the scene. 
I'm, I'm sure it's the same way in the military. You're like, sure. you start watching people get promoted and you're like, wait, that dude has got to be one. I don't understand this. It's like they promote. I, I just couldn't. I mean, you know, people get promoted or demoted for whatever reasons. That's just life. But over time, over 25 years of watching a system work, I think you kind of get a pretty good idea about how it works, you know. And so I just I just as I got further and further up the ladder, I was like, oh, my God, you, you never get control like you. You know, you all be a writer. I'll write the story. Oh, OK, great. You write the story. Somebody's going to edit that story. <laughs> Somebody's going to direct that story. Somebody's going to produce that story. By the time that story gets produced or directed, it's not probably what that writer ever experienced or wanted the audience to experience. So you have to look at, there's always a filter placed on the, the information that you're receiving. Who that filter is and if they have agendas, well, that's for you to determine. But that's what you have to be aware of. Hey, Mike, uh, if you could just share uh, with uh, our audience, uh, I... I Basically, oh, I got uh, off. On a, I got off on a tangent. Yeah, you, you had no. That's okay. I wanted yeah, to make I, sure you know about yeah. your you, when you got hurt. Yeah, well, that yeah. was what. So I worked. I, I went. I went. Wait, sorry, my my apologies. But hey, you're I, a Hollywood I, so type. Started, it's okay. Yeah, dude, this, this is Pine Land, man. You can <laughs> wander cool. off wherever you want. So, well, I I was like, um, I, I had worked my way up into more of an executive position when I got hurt. So. When I broke, so I broke my back doing a stupid stunt and I actually turned it down like twice. It's like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, I'm fine. I'll just be the fight coordinator. I don't need to be involved. And so, but I, anyway, I ended up doing this stupid stunt. And I fell over this rail, like, you know, nine, 10, 12 feet. I don't know. And I hit a pipe and I burst fractured my L2 vertebrae and I was paralyzed from the waist down and laying there screaming. And feeling that burn, and I was I couldn't feel anything, and it was I would never wish that pain on anyone. And but at that moment was the first time I experienced the Holy Spirit, and I didn't know what it was at that time because I didn't I wasn't saved yet. But when I experienced that pain and that burn, there was this warmth that came over me, and I could move one toe on my left foot, and I just remember laying there screaming. I felt this like warmth come over me and I could move that one toe and I go, man, you're going to be fine, but this is really going to suck. And so for two years, it was the worst, you know, therapy, pain, whatever. Anyway, that was how I began to walk towards Jesus. And then I had an experience, which is a long story. I, I mean, you, yeah, I think I've, I've only given my testimony once, but, I think you listened to it. Um, but yeah, that was, you know, I had, I had an experience with the Holy spirit that I just wish this whole world could have because I went to church my whole life waiting. God, just let me feel something. And when he finally let me feel it, man, he opened the door and this love and this light hit me that I don't know what was real in my life, but I knew that was real. And I just was so sorry that I never believed in him. And that finally I was just like, God, I know you're real. And, and, and that was, you know, that was how I came to God, but it was because of what I had saw in Hollywood. Mm. And what I mean by that is at the level I got to, there are 
I would say, I don't know how to explain this, but there are people that are not Christians, so to speak, running Hollywood. Does that make sense? And when you start putting enough dots on a map board and you start to see what people really are that they're hiding, well, then you, then you, you, I realized, I realized the satanic world was completely real and I just didn't believe in it. Mm -hmm. And that night I had an experience with the satanic spirit that pinned me to my bed and I don't care. I mean, these people are, oh, you're crazy. Well, okay. Well, I was there and I know what happened. <laughs> so, and I, and I believe it a hundred percent. And when, from when that happened, it was the first time in my life I had ever really got scared because my whole life, man, I knew, you know, I've been training martial arts since I was eight years old. I'm not afraid to fight. I, you know, I'll get beat up, but or I'll, you know, I can fight. I'm not afraid to fight men, but that thing that got me that night, I didn't know what it was and I couldn't get it off me. And I didn't even know how to pray. I mean, I knew who like John and Paul and Peter and Mark, I mean, I knew who everybody was, but I couldn't say a prayer because I was raised Catholic. Like I literally had no idea how to fight spiritually. And from that moment, I knew the spiritual world was real because you can't have Satan and a demon and not have God and Jesus. It just doesn't work like that. So when that happened, I was like, I went to church the next day and that's a whole long story, but that's when I, I, that's when I got on my knees and I just said, I need, a, I need you God. I need, I need protection and I don't even know how to fight this. Mm. And that's what started my walk. Yeah, so, awesome. Yeah. I yeah. I love ahead. that part of your documentary uh, where you have, uh, I think your personal trainer, was uh, praying for you, you know, and, and she said that uh, you were just God awful to work with. You were tough oh, yeah. to pray for. You were a prideful oh, yeah. man. You, you know, I just thought I could just relate to that so much. I'm like, that's yet me and me. And then just the lady uh, <laughs> continuing to pray for you and then just having her say, hey, you are surrounded by some yeah. some stuff that wants to bring you down and yeah and and uh, just that idea that you didn't really know that you were surrounded by the supernatural evil uh, but right. and the amazing thing about it is you living and working in hollywood you were surrounded by this all the time and you just didn't really know it until you got hurt and until this impacted your life and then the sheet was pulled back the curtain was drawn and you saw it would would you say you were like just a, the way you were living your life up until that time period that you were just like a prime candidate for? I think it, I don't know about that. What I think it is because like, nobody's going to force this on you in Hollywood. It's not like they go, oh, you got you know, It's more like you have to will. And this is where Satan tricks you. You have to give your authority to him. He can't take it from you because you have authority from God. And Jesus in the blood. So he can't, unless you give it to him, he can't take it. So what I, what I think is those, you know, um, those, eh, I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah. Well, I, I guess yeah. the question is, there, there's a reason why, um, you know, you were being held down. There was a reason why you were being attacked. Well, oh wait, let me, and I know what I was going to 
So I'm, was, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe it was because uh, you were slipping away uh, or is there something that brought that on that, that you've had time to kind of think about and, and, and maybe. Um, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, no, I, I had gotten to a point creatively where I was like, I want more. Like I want to be, I want to write, produce, and direct. I want to tell the story. And I, and I, I think when I got to that point, you either joined, so to speak, a club of the people that can help you do that, or you stay right where you're at and just continue to work. So you were, you were at the crossroads of receiving that success or letting it just pass. Yes. And I think that it's, they also, you're at a decision point. Well, it was, yeah, because here's the thing. They're not going to force any of that on you. No, it was, on, it was your it. choice, but you were yeah. at that point. And, and if know. I would have said, yeah, I'm okay with that or I'm okay with this, I don't know where I'd have gone. Hey, I don't what, know what would have happened. Paul, why don't you weigh in on this? Hey, uh, so, Mike, this is uh, – I was as I've listened to the documentary and thinking about it, theologically, I would say uh, when we are born again – uh, when we're saved, uh, according to Satan, we are escaped prisoners that uh, Satan wants to reclaim. And so I think at that point, uh, you were pretty, you were out of his camp, and uh, he wanted to, you know, put you down. Oh, and, he, uh, yeah, and, and he that was to... a last-ditched yeah. effort, you know, to try to reclaim you. Something like an oppression. You're not a possession. I kind of feel oppression. like it was the reset. I feel like God was hitting my reset button. I was starting yeah. to get, you know, I'm not saying I wasn't doing anything wrong or like, you know, that, but I wasn't, I was not going, I wasn't walking in Christ's light. I was, I was like, I was slipping. Maybe the fight got so bad that I was about to go. Yeah. And, that, and it that's, was like, yeah, boom. that's my point too, is because uh, a spiritual battle is a sign of life. Okay. So if, yeah. you, if you're in the enemy's camp, uh, you, you're dead, defiled. Uh, you you are spiritually dead. Uh, there is no spiritual battle. You're just toast. Uh, oh yeah. At, totally. the, at the point where you're being brought out, uh, that and when you experience spiritual combat and battle, that's a sign of life. That's a sign of uh, there's there's life going on. So that's even though our body's crushed, the, yeah. the spirit life. And it's so funny you said that because. Man, I think that's absolutely right over the target. Yeah. Like that's 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 what you don't know. Because here's the thing. I got to a point where I didn't believe in any of it. I would pray every night. I'd pray, I'd say prayers, I'd make deals with God. But it was like I'm the one going, Hey God, you missed my bat. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, hey, he's like, No, you, you don't understand. I'm pitching. You don't get yeah. to tell me. You know what I mean? So it was like, I, I, I <laughs> I know, I, I know that when I felt, I mean, God, it was, I don't know. It was just, he was preparing me. All these failures that I thought I was having, he was protecting me and preparing me. Because, you know, I, I if I hadn't gone through breaking my back and rehabbing and all of the things I went through, I'd have never had the time to break out of the, my mindset and get, because I was like, I was laying there in bed. I'm paralyzed. I mean, dude, I'm used to doing stuff every day. I'm like, you know, it was like torture. I'm like, well, okay. You know, you always said you could learn how to trade stocks or you could do this or you could. Do... When are you going to do that? I go, well, maybe right now is a good time to do it. 
So I just started learning things that I didn't know. Mm. I started reading stuff that I never thought about reading. I think I'll read that one day and I never do. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'll do this one day and I, you never do it. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm paralyzed. I can't do anything. Let's learn some new stuff. And then when that, that was the opening mm. to starting to look at life and cause I didn't believe, dude, I did not believe in God. I was like, okay, God, you know, I prayed to you. This happened. That happened. No, this works. And then in Hollywood, you, you know, there's, there's nobody talking about Jesus ever. So it's just like, okay, oh, hey, you're, you know, you're a Christian. I had a tattoo on my hand that was a cross. They were like, why do you have that? I said, well, it reminds me of my mom. It tries to remind me to be good, you know? And they were like, ha, and they'd always laugh at me. Hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, this is why I got it. But uh, anyway, so I, I see, I, man, I, it's like that, 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 that side of the world, you just don't even think about God. It's not like something you really talk about. And the people that are there, and I'm not saying all of them, but 90% of them are what I call hypocrites. Yes. You know, they still <laughs> pray and they'll pray and like, oh, let's bless the food and do this. And then I'm watching them cheat on their wives for four weekends in a row. Like, you know, it's like, no, I, you know, so I didn't have much of a Christian. Like I wasn't a big, like in Hollywood, I would, no one would call me a Christian. I mean, I mean, they might say, oh, Mike believes he's a Christian, but I wouldn't, you know, so. You were, you were living a completely secular life. I mean, like, like I would say most of us, you know, probably do. Um, Here's my question, because it always, it always frustrates me um, when people today are still thinking like it's the 20th century and, and, and it's, everything's like Republican versus Democrat. (laughs) <laughs> and and to me, it's it's like once you have this sort of realization, like once you really wake up, once you really start coming out of the fog of the nonsense, and you're really sitting back, clear headed, you can tell this has got nothing to do with political parties. This this That's is just straight right. up good versus evil. And trust Amen, me, and, and trust me when I tell you, there's plenty evil in the Republican Party. Sorry for all oh, you. Yeah. Sorry for all your GOP guys, but I mean that's just the reality. If you if you're clinging on to a political party thinking that you're going to save something, um, you need to wake up. This yeah, has got nothing just, to do with that. Well, think about this, brother. What you just said is all a fact. It all goes back to the bankers, the money people. That's what I mean. I, I don't get too deep off into that, but it, but that's you. You can go back into the histories of all these things, and they've always controlled both parties. They've always for their agendas, and that's the fight. It's the fight for them to put in who they want, and the fight for us to stand for what we want. And that's how it goes. Hey, so but my, they but but yeah. they have all the media, so all the stories you hear are the stories they want you to hear, not what may be the truth. Hey, so uh, something I've just tell me if I this is too tinfoil hatted, but uh, <laughs> I, something I've long believed is. Uh, you have this uh, element in Hollywood and government, and, uh, you know, this is a death thing. Uh, all they're into is uh, just, uh, you know, in- ingratiating themselves uh, and, uh, you know, furthering their own agendas and, and making themselves rich. And uh, they're just soulless uh, people, right? And they're just I, sold yeah, out, I mean, absolute I tools. And, I don't uh, think yeah. they see themselves that way, though. I don't, I don't, it's not, it's not that, they have their own sets of rules. I mean, everybody does, but I don't think, I think you're right, but I would add to that. 
I think the the people there are so it's like the battle for your conscious mind. The conscious reality that they walk in is not the conscious reality of somebody like you or me or because they weren't raised the way we were raised. They don't believe the same stuff we believe. Yeah, I guess it's what not, I'm saying is they yeah. uh, that when I look at Hollywood, for the most part, I look at Hollywood, I look at the government, I look at they're just tools. They're really uh, most of them that are self-absorbed. Uh, they're just tools, and I'm saying they're they're, they're uh, they could be ready tools. Oh, you mean for, tools uh, like uh, for 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 furthering for an agenda? Yeah, 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 exactly. There is, yeah. and here's the big thing. Uh, I think, I mean, there's no, uh, you can't fence it when it comes to the Lord. Uh, oh, you, brother, you're, you're, you're I, either you're either on the Lord's side or you're not, and that's, that's, that's right. pretty much it. I have a I have and, a T-shirt from yeah. Out of Shadows that says. Pick a side because the devil owns the fence. Uh, I, I like and that. It's yeah, like, absolutely. It's like, pick pick a side, bro. Because at the yeah. end of the day, here is my thing. Yeah, I had a career in Hollywood that most people could never have. But you know what? At the end of the day, if I believe in my heart, what I believe in my heart is true, then I had to do something as a man. As If I'm going to call myself a Christian, here's the truth. I'm going to stand in front of God one day and he's going to say, hey, Mike. I showed you what you knew in your heart was true and you did nothing about it. Well, then, you know, I'll let you in because, you know, you believe in my son, but you could have fought or you could have done something. And I was like, you know, that to me made my decision easy. I was like, yeah, I'm going to make this movie. I'm going to tell people about this film and I'll let them believe whatever they want. Hey, so, I am not, hey, so like, the that was uh, getting to that, uh, your motivation to make the documentary. I know that. Uh, you wanted to show how the mainstream media and Hollywood manipulate uh, the masses, you know, to get them to think certain ways. And and uh, I like how you start with, uh, you know, with the agency and, and how that, uh, you know, manipulates. Uh, well, at least I understand how they uh, manipulate uh, those other big, you know, ABC, NBC, all this, uh, you know, with their woke agendas. But could you talk yeah, but, us through, but, but, uh, you know, what you're trying to do with that? Here's the thing. Here, here's here's the thing. People need to remember. Everyone wants to label stuff like good and evil, which I do. I do too. But I started digging into this, and I was like, it's not CNN or the CIA or the FBI that are bad. It's the people that are in charge that run and di direct the narratives that they enforce. That's yeah. where the fight between good and evil is. Yeah. Right. So if you're if you're if if the evil side has more of those agents in their pocket, then they're going to direct more of the message because what drives everybody is you know self interest financially. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think you 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 bring up a good point. I mean, there's obviously white hats and there's obviously villains. And, that's right. And they are in a constant battle. Uh, for control over the various uh, organizations, bureaus, uh, levers of power within our society. I just think what's happening now, and, I, and the reason why you bring up something, you know, you brought up a couple things that are really key. Number one, uh, ignorance is bliss. And I do believe there is a huge segment of the population that prefers not to know what you know. Because as soon, well, as, you, well, as, soon as you know that, 
Yeah. But aren't you compelled to do something? Well, that's and that's what's painful for a lot of people. And that's a great point. And you should bring that to your audience because I've had people walk up to me at churches, at events, and they're like, these beautiful women are just coming up and saying with their hearts wide open. And they're like, oh, my God, thank you for waking me up. But I don't want to know anymore. And I'm like, hey, you know, I appreciate the fact that it hurts you because it's emotionally hard on you right now. But imagine if you were actually one of these kids being trafficked. I, 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 I'll, I'll take that pain. You know what I mean? Like, wake up. It's going to take, we got to rip the bandaid off just before we can fix it. Isn't, and the, isn't the other side, isn't that their desire? I mean, is this sort of just lull us into, uh, into a nap? You know, we're just going along uh, to get along. Uh, we're, not, we're not confronting them. But aren't we at the point where we really just got to start waking up and confronting what we what we have going on today? Well, I, I think that's I think that's kind of inevitable. I don't I don't think I I think t- here's the thing. I always kind of refer to Plato and Plato's allegory to the cave and our 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 caves are our devices. But but back you know if you've read Plato, that, I don't want to get in it. I'll go on, I'll go on a tangent. But point is, there's there's too many people awake now. They can't put this rabbit back in the box. They, they've lost the narrative because of whatever caused them to lose the narrative. They lost it. So there's a lot of, you know, scarcity theories all over the you know world about how all this is playing out. But let me let me tell you something to jump back to what you just said, Mike, um, a minute ago about um, about the, the leadership of those companies or what we were talking about. Check this out. One of the. And, and people not wanting what you just said about not wanting to know what you know. Well, here's the, here's an interesting statistic that a, a friend of mine who works at, um, for the agency was telling me, he said, you know, we do, and I don't know if this is fact. So, you know, this could be just what he told me, but I'm sure it come, it comes from somewhere. So don't, you know, say, oh, Mike said this, and it's not true. But I'm just saying, basically, when they look at populations, when they're running their programs, they say that 60% of the population really only desires one thing, safety and security, or two things, safety and security. 20% of the population desires to be socially accepted. So that's 80% of the population desires social acceptance, security, and safety, and that's really all they care about. That leaves 20% of the population. 15% of that 20 are your influencers that influence the 80. So to control the 15%, you really only need to control 2.6% of the leadership, which makes up the last 5%. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's probably accurate uh, regardless of where you are. Just, uh, just the way human nature works. Right. And so if we are in, I think this is the other funny thing I'm kind of like digging on myself is like, you know, we all think we're individuals, but we sure exhibit a lot of herd behavior. You know what I mean? Like we follow the pack, you know, people by, I mean, not everybody, but, but for the most part, you know, people follow along, you know, like. Yeah, what, it kind of sucks. Got, it kind of sucks being out there by yourself, you know, flapping in the wind all the time. You know, so people. Yes, well, you know, we're we're social beings. You know, we like to get along. We like to. Yeah, you know. yeah, but but I think that's where the evil side has seized the, the the opportunity to 
to deceive, divide us and distract us with our lives. And that's how they've been leaking in through the back door. And now I think the, the, the sunlight's being poured on it and it's freaking out because now people see it for what it really is. And I, I know it's God. I mean, God, I mean, there's no other reason that this would be happening unless Jesus and God were moving right now. I mean, we've had so many victories. Like, look, you got Roe versus Wade got reversed. Um, they got prayer back in school. They've got, uh, I mean, the Supreme Court killed it. Then the EPA case that they, that's even bigger than people realize the ramifications of that. And I mean, oh, the constitutional carry thing for California and New York, that was big. There's a lot of good stuff going on right now behind the scenes, I think, that are that's going to play out when, when this, you know, dark side comes into the light, so to speak. Yeah, we had a uh, we had a guest on um, uh, what last week, maybe two weeks ago. I can't remember. Um, but he was saying that that probably the trigger that's really going to get people up off the couch was going to be uh, the topic which which you really addressed in your documentary, which is that our children human trafficking. It's and, the biggest, and it's it's yeah. it's been ignored. For yeah. years and decades, and I think I think it's going to be exposed if it's it, it's already being exposed. Okay, but I think more and more people are like catching on, going, "Oh my God, this is happening right under our noses." And uh, I think this is going to be the thing that really that, gets that is the one thing the that unites the it unites the entire world. No one wants to hurt children. No one. That's the thing that will unite the world. You're 100% right. And, you know, imagine this, man. After that movie came out, it's been two and a half years now, I've had victims come to me, tell me their story, and I'm, I can't even – sometimes I can't even listen to them because it's the, the torture these kids are put through and the things that they go through. And it's like, God, you know, please, please move. And I know he's moving. So I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like some, I feel like I got hope. That's what I, I mean, no, I, I got. I, yeah. And you have to, you have to have hope. And, uh, you know, I think you, uh, you know, those of us listening to this program, especially, uh, you know, we've read the book. We, we kind of know how it ends. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, it, 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 it turns out well, you know, um, but yeah, it's, oh, it's going to be just... a lot of struggle to get there. It's going to be, it's going to be a fight to the end. Uh, we know we're going to be victorious, but it's not going to come easy. It's not going to come free. You're not going to be able to sit around, like you said, on the, on the fence and just kind of be a spectator. It's not a spectator no. sport anymore. No. Um, no. I, I tell you, the thing that shocks me is, you know, um, a lot of us are like, well, you know, Child Protective Services can, can take care of that. You know, we, we have the government that, that handles that. We have the government that takes care of our children. And what we're finding out is um, these uh, organizations – Okay, uh, CPS, uh, Child Protective Services, Social Services, uh, even the the uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Uh, these organizations are failing us miserably. Uh, most of these kids that are disappearing are, are, are came out of CPS, came out of uh, foster homes. Yeah, for, that for, was for a variety of reasons. Yeah, that, I, 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 that, that was the something I learned. 
early on in the in, as I was researching that film, and I was like, man, how do you tell people this? <laughs> like you're gonna sound like a nut job, you know? I mean, but it's true. Like what? It's all coming out now. Yeah, you know, you're well, right. You can't even ignore it anymore. But yeah, again, it's it's not um, the days of. Well, I, I don't need to worry about that. My family, we're busy. We're you know we got a barbecue going on. Um, you know we got we got our bills to pay. I've got a job to work. I mean those days are are fast coming to an end. You're each all of us are going to have to have our head on a swivel. We have to be seeing what's going on around here, and we cannot continue deferring to some bureaucrats, some social work. Well, I, you know I get I got the you know I, I don't know you get you know you guys know who General Flynn is right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, he's like, you know, his big thing, man, every time I meet, he's like, man, it's just so important. Local action meets local results. So if you, you got to get involved locally, you got to get on your school boards, you got to get on your, you know, find out who about your city council. You actually care about that. Yeah. And I think Plato actually has a quote. It says, uh, for uh, the, in the, the inaction of good men in political affairs is to be ruled by evil men. And that, and that is, if you think about it, if we don't, if we as good men, as righteous men of, of, of God and, and our nation don't stand up and get involved. Like, Oh, I don't have time for that. I'm going to the game this week. I don't know. You need to make time. You need to figure out, I got to make some time. I got to do more than I'm doing. And that's what, you know, if, if, if I, wasn't a storyteller i would i would want to get involved you know just with how things are being run voice your opinion vote you, you've had you've had two lives um yeah your first life most people would look at and say extremely successful what what more could the guy want he's doing everything he wants to do he's having a good time you know he's he's out there uh you know action guy in hollywood just you know having fun making money um, but now you're in a different, you know, your life has completely changed. It's, t it's totally different now. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, and now right. I, I, you know, I wouldn't make the argument and please, you know, weigh in here, but I, you know, don't you now have a purpose driven life or maybe before you did, I have one purpose, brother. I am here to let people know that whatever you believe, I will tell you without question, Jesus Christ and God are real. I'm the dude walking around with the Bible in my hand going, ah, I don't know who translated this, who wrote that. Uh-uh. When you feel what I felt and saw what I saw, you'll. I just wish everybody could have that experience. And for whatever reason, that 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 happened to me. Isn't, I, isn't, you know, my point is, isn't it, isn't it the definition of success? Isn't it the definition of a happy, purposeful life different than what we really think it is? It's the exact opposite. I'll tell you, the, dude, you nail on the head right there. I was like, I was sitting here laughing. I haven't had a paycheck in two years, right? And because I gave the movie away for free. I, but I, you know, I set myself up, you know, paid off my stuff. So I don't really have much debt and I'm just living. And I'm sitting here and I bought, you know, a little farm and I'm out there mowing the grass in the zero turn. And I'm like, I don't have to do anything ever again. Really? I mean, I can always eat. I can get a sandwich, some water. I'm not going to die. Like, you know what I mean? And I was like, I'm happier than I've ever been. And I'm, I'm not frustrated with my life anymore because I thought my whole life, this was something I wanted to do. And now I'm just trying to serve God 
and do what I think, well, okay, if I'm going to tell a story, will it honor him or will it promote his word? Yes. Okay. Well, that's an easy job. Okay. That's what I'll do. <laughs> you know? So for, anyway, for, I mean, I mean, the reason why I think that's important is for, for a lot of us, you know, we we're like, yeah, you know, I'd really like to you know live different, but I just, you know, I just don't see how I can do it. I don't see, you know, you, you sort of get caught in this rut of what you think life's about and what the purpose of life is. hundred percent. And then you find out it's all BS. It's all crap. It's just, it's, you know, it's, it's exactly the, it's as, it's as uh, valuable as the, the nonsense you hear on, on network well, here's news. The, what you're saying too is like the Hollywood dream. You know what makes me the maddest about myself? I was such an arrogant, egotistical idiot that I went to Hollywood and I risked my life jumping off of buildings and wrecking cars and blowing stuff up. My whole, you know, and I thought I was, I was the coolest guy in the world. But little, you know, I'm I'm over here risking my life to further lies, their lies, or the you know not all the I'm not saying all everybody's a liar, but I'm saying to create illusions. That's what I mean by a lie, because uh, it's not real. You're just doing make believe. It's you're you're not the the stories are never probably actually ever accurate. They're what they could forge for that day or what was planned or you know, whatever that they become, but that's, that's making movies. Anyway, I was just thinking, you know, yeah, you're. It. Hey, Mike, I wanted to also uh, just chime in on this is uh, if someone were to watch your documentary and then read the book of revelation, I think uh, it dovetails nicely hmm. uh, because uh, last year uh, in our church, I was preaching through, uh, well, two years preaching the revelation, and one of the aspects of revelation is uh, it shows us uh, what's going on behind the scenes, behind the scenes. You know, if you draw back the curtain, what that looks like, and I like how in your documentary uh, you you show uh, really what we call fake news now. You know, you <laughs> yeah. know what what the purpose is of fake news, and. Right. Uh, Something I was thinking about this today is, you know, just, uh, you know, how long this has been going on. You know, a well, long that's, time. Yeah, well, you, you mentioned you want the, you want the and, I mean, yeah. since post-World War II, really, right? Yeah. Now, I don't know if a lot of guys it, know let, about let, that, but. Let, let me, okay, you guys are military guys. Let me yeah. throw this past you and see what this is. I mean, I, maybe I'm crazy, but whatever. But here, so. You have to remember, brother, when the motion picture came out, and that was like in 1910, right? Mm -hmm. 1912, somewhere around there. That was when they first started. It might have been even a little earlier, but but when, before people were really using motion pictures to tell stories, everything was print. Mm -hmm. Everything. So now imagine this thing that now you can project. If you're doing the allegory thing, you could project the reality on a wall. Mm -hmm. And now, so if I'm the military and I see this, what is that? That's like having a quantum computer nowadays. But back then, that was the newest technology that was ever out there. So what would you do if, if that was what you knew it was and how you could use it? You, you would want to know everything you could do with it. You want to test it. You want to build different programs to see what does what. What affects what? How do we, you know, it's just, it's just natural human questions. 
So my question is, has it never not been run by these people? Because to me, if you go back and look at all who founded all the studios, they're all ex-military. And most of them are out of... <laughs> go look it up. I won't, I won't give that one away. That's kind of my point, yeah, too. Is, uh, my, kind of, my big point, with a, like a 36,000-foot view, is ultimately, uh, if a government is not Christian, it is not uh, godly. And so it's going to be manipulated. The government itself and the people at the reins are going to be controlled. They are going to uh, want to control the population so that they can do things that uh, foist man's fallen nature. And they want to downsize uh, the Bible and prayer and put all those things sidelined. Well, and they attack it by starting with the father. Who are we created in? The father's perfect image. So they demasculate the man. And that was interesting because I watched that happen in Hollywood. I was just t- mm. talking about this the other day. Because, like, I'm, you know, like, I was, like, at probably 96, 95. I was in my early t- or mid-20s. And I was doubling every leading man in Hollywood. I was doing all kinds of stunts all over town. And I, I then, like, in the next couple years, I started noticing all the dudes that I n- were normally doubling were, first on the call sheet but now they're like number four or number six and it was all these other people and i was like i wonder why they're doing that i never really cared i just thought it was odd but now that i kind of look at how the whole thing has shifted i'm like oh they were they were implementing this for a long time it, it, it took them a while to kind of put these ideas into mainstream mm. does that make sense yeah absolutely that's really the uh that that is i mean you can i can go off on a a long tangent but uh part of uh you'd have to watch the documentary guys so but but, you see you see this today paul i mean we've talked about that where it's like you'll be sitting there watching a a newer uh made for tv or mm -hmm. movie or whatever and 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 all of a sudden you start scratching your head you're going why is that scene in there yeah it's like yeah. weird. It's like it doesn't even like fit, but it's just like someone's got to put it in there, yeah. you know. The next thing, uh, they, yeah. they want to remove the next boundary and the next boundary, and so that the uh, I, I would say pushing this ultimately deface the image of God in man, completely deface man, so the image and of God is desecrated. That's you the whole said point. something that's the most important thing the viewer, everybody should know is. There's only been two nations founded by the God of Israel, Israel and America. We have a covenant with Israel. And that's that our, our nation was founded under God. And we had in Washington flew the flag over our Navy that has said appeal to heaven. As long if we have God in our fight, we're going to win. As soon as we leave God out of our fight or out of the conversation, what happened in the Bible? Exactly. Um, hundred yeah. different times. Yeah, everybody exactly. thinks they start knowing more than God. Really? Hey, so uh, and now, so as we look at all this, I just wanted to kind of give us some some good things to look at too. Is yeah. uh, because <laughs> you know my job is to encourage people with the Word of God, uh, and so sometimes you get a little preachy, but stop me if I'm out of line. But uh, <laughs> I think something that's awesome in your documentary is it reminds us. Uh, that a Christian's obedience to the state cannot be blind. Okay, we cannot have blind obedience uh, to the nation. Uh, if, if the state, the nation, steps beyond uh, the authority 
uh, that it's that's given, it's God-given authority and its legitimacy, uh, and tells us we're commanded to do things uh, that God's that God hates, uh, and to go against the commands of God, we're to resist. And, I mean, and, I mean uh, haven't, haven't and suffer the consequences? Aren't we be, aren't we being visited by by Jonah right now? I mean, aren't, aren't don't we have a choice? I mean, aren't we looking a lot like Nineveh these days, where it's yeah. like, hey, uh, you know, America, wake up. You know, yeah. otherwise it's not going to be pretty. And that that's really my point is uh, it. these are the last days, okay? The way I read my Bible, these are the last days. And uh, so this is a call to faithfulness. So it's a call for people to uh, live out. You, I mean, you, will, you are going to live out what you believe. Get right. So live out what you believe. Live. It's a call to faithfulness, a call to endurance, and a call to uh, discernment. Uh, Discernment so, is the key word yeah. I pray for every yeah. uh, brother. That's my favorite prayer. God, I just want you to help me discern over this. Like, I don't know yeah. what to believe. I know, but in my gut, when he tells me I have peace over something, that's when I usually know it's right. Yeah. It's getting easier and easier today, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, but, but I think I'm getting closer and closer to God because yeah. I've just, I really, and just saying, God, I don't have it. I have nothing left. I've, dude, I've given everything for you, and I'll do it again. Yeah. And do, it again. It, do we need, I mean, listen, do we really even need to be bothering with debating evil anymore? I don't I mean, know, man. That's I was, a great I was, question. I mean, I was telling my wife, it's like if somebody disagrees with whatever, okay, uh, uh, clear-cut issues. Uh, uh, abortion's a really easy one. Sex trafficking's another one. Yeah, um, rape, if, listen, murder. If, if, yeah, if you're yeah. for that stuff, I'm, I, I don't need to yeah. debate with yeah, you. I'm not, I'm not wasting my time. It's just like, yeah. I'll, I'll pray for you. Hope you well, can is it the Bible say, for those who have ears to hear and eyes to see, yeah. then yeah. then move on? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Then but, move on. <laughs> yeah, and then as, uh, and I think, and something also you said, uh, Mike, is, uh, you know, the days do get darker, but the days also... Uh, I believe uh, Christians get stronger, yeah. uh, and so that's you have, the, wait, the dividing line becomes more and more black and white. You know who's yeah. on the Lord's side. That's the well, question. I, I've been through. Okay, after that movie came out and all the attacks, you know, if you, like, you can look me up. I'm crazy. <laughs> you know, like they. You know, yeah, so are we. Times, like, yeah, I Welcome mean, to it's the club, like, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, whatever. Okay. But at the, it like when when all that happened and all that dark and I was just sitting there and I was like, God, I and I, I guess I had some really up days and I had some really down days because it's not you know you're just not everything's not always perfect, and I'm sitting there and I was really really down. I was probably at my lowest point and I got God. I don't. I gave up, dude. I'm doing everything. I don't know what else you want me to do, man. I don't know what else you want me to do, and. So you're telling, because I kind of got some bad news and I was kind of thinking something was going to happen. It didn't happen and it really crushed me. So I'm like, okay. And I heard God just say to me, he goes, do you trust me? That was it. I'm like, yes, of course I trust you. And then dude, the next day I was brought in and told a completely different story that was awesome. And I was like, okay. God's doing this in his timing. It's not my timing. I'm just here to do whatever I'm supposed to be called to do. And, you know, like I'm always feeling like, hurry up. I got to do this or I got to do that. And God sometimes says, hold on, dude, slow down. It's not time for that. 
you got to, you got to, like he's gathering his remnant. You know what I mean? He's like, he's getting, he's cleansing people. He's seeing your true heart where you really are. And that, I think, I think he's, I think he's gathering his remnant. Absolutely. No, I mean, uh, that is, uh, uh, I mean, as that's really where I was going with this is as the days go darker, uh, you know, it, it, you know, the contrast becomes starker and not, no pun intended, no rhyme. Yeah, intended, yeah, no, that's good. But, uh, but that's the idea is, uh, you know, it, it, it will be the best of times and worst of times. As we yeah, go on. yeah, but brother, and I always tell people when they're telling me they're scared, I'm like, hey, dude, everybody gets scared. But faith, if you have faith, like if you have real faith, there is no place for fear to exist. Yeah, yeah you know, because you know, America. if you have faith, you're like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Like, okay, what am I afraid of? God's got me. Yeah. If you really have faith. I mean, you got to get right with God and get clean and, you know, do your, you know, that's between you and God. But, but I'm, I'm just saying like, I don't, I don't, you know, dude, yeah. Okay. What? Kill me. Take my stuff, whatever. Dude, I know where I'm going. Yeah. And yeah. I know that I'm not going there until, I mean, dude, I was paralyzed. I've jumped, I've probably tried to kill myself more than most people ever thought about it in my career. <laughs> and I'm still here. So I'm obviously got a reason to be here. I don't, Hope I think I know what it is, but I don't think I'm getting taken out until I get done with whatever God's got planned. Yeah, you know. Because I've seen what's the saying, Mike? Uh, we like it's from uh, George Whitfield, uh, you know, who was uh, you know one of the ministers that God used in the first Great Awakening here in the United States. Uh, he said, "I'm immortal until God calls me home." Oh yeah, that's an awesome dude. That's yeah. like I, I love that one, dude. Yeah, that yeah. Was a, that's it. That's pretty yeah, much immortal. what you're saying. I like it. So God calls me home. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, I mean, think of this: how many people get their entire L2 vertebrae exploded? I hope that like I had matter. no metal in my. I mean, I think God had an awesome surgeon, but God healed me. I mean, it, it sucked, and I went through years of pain and therapy and all the, you know, not. But man, he did a work on me and he healed me. He healed me more spiritually. And I mean, he might've crushed me physically, but I needed to work on myself spiritually because I was dead, like you said earlier in this conversation. Mm. So he was doing that. And it was the last fight for me to find who I am. Mike, Mike, what's in, <laughs> what's, what's in the future? What's uh, besides mowing the grass there on the farm? I mean, uh, what, uh, what do you got? Uh, well, what do you work yeah. on? I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I, it's, I, I'm working on a, a follow-up to Out of Shadows because, like, for basically two and a half years, I've like, dude, I care was you got to make another movie. I'm like, yeah, but God's not really telling me to say anything right now. Like, I don't. What else is there to say? The world's gone crazy. Mm. You know, I'm yeah. sitting here kind of like, the world has literally gone crazy. Half the stuff I thought was happening wasn't happening or is happening. I don't know. Mm. And I'm sitting back, and I was like, after. I heard God say to me, he's like, hey, you're going to have to explain this mm. because because I actually I kind of had this already in the original Out of Shadows and I pulled it out because it was too much. So I was like, yeah, you know, I could just do that. So anyway, I'm not going to give it away yet, but I I think I have a message that the people are going to need to hear. And I can just say this. 
I don't care if you're on the left. I don't care if you're on the right. I don't care if you're in the middle. I don't care what you are. Every single one of us on this planet that's watched media since we've been born has been deceived by some of the media that you've received as truth. And until you know that, until you're aware of that, you are going to be absorbing whatever's being fed to you. But once you do become aware of that, now you use your free will to choose what you intake, not just absorb. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So that's that that message, I think we need to be we need to stick stick out an olive branch because, look, when I talk to my liberal friends, and I got lots of them, super liberal friends in Hollywood, and I love them. And they're like, they love me, but we don't agree on some things. But the things that we do agree on is 80 percent of everything. We've just been so pissed off at each other that we don't. We don't stop and actually be human to each other. Like, what did Jesus say? Love your neighbor? We don't even know who our neighbors are. Yeah. I mean, think of it. You don't, you, you're sitting in an airplane, there's 400 people, and everybody's looking at their phone. Mm. I mean, yeah. nobody's talking to each other, nobody's interacting, nobody's breaking that barrier down. We need to be human beings and live like God created us care about people anyway. how do how do people follow you do you uh is, is it the out of shadows uh website uh well i've been what? kicked off of every social media platform there is uh but i did <laughs> i just started an account on true social um so i'm on true social uh under uh crux 1765 that's at crux 1765 um you know you know why i picked that date why is that because on March 23rd, 1765, that was the day that the British monarch decided to tax the American colonies. Mm. That's when it all started. That nice. day. So I was like, all right, well, guess what? We're here. And I'm, I know, you know, look, I want to look, I love God and I love this country and I love what this country stands for. And, you know, I might have had to work in Hollywood and be a part of that. Mm. I never voted when I was there. I, know, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have a political opinion. I did what I had to do to work. But once I realized what I believed I was in, I just said, you know what, man? I've had money. I've had been on, you know, dude, I've been Batman. I was James Bond. I, mean, I did all kinds of cool stuff. And I got to the top of that thing, and I'm like, I have what you're selling and I'm not happy. <laughs> right. So why am I still doing this? What am I yeah. searching for? Like, what is, I'm not, I was looking for peace. And you know what? The one thing that gave me peace was the one thing I rejected the most. And that was Christ. Amen. Amen, brother. I, I appreciate your uh, faith. Uh, you got a wonderful testimony. Uh, you have a wonderful life. Uh, you're a good friend. Um, uh, I know that uh, your documentary has woken a lot of people up, and I pray that the, the Lord will use that more and more in increasing ways, and uh, He will use you as an instrument uh, to wake people up in this country uh, to the evils that are going on. And uh, Amen, this, this nation has uh, was founded on the Word of God, 
and it's been blessed only because of the Word of God and uh, the people of faith that have lived here. So uh, I'm, I, for one, are, I'm a better man for having known you and uh, learning uh, from uh, the things that you're putting out there. So thank you, Mike. Thank you. Oh, God, you're welcome, man. I'm, and, I'm honored to get to know Paul and that whole community. And yeah. I I got to tell you, man, I've, Paul, how long have we known each other? I mean, it's been a little while. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm thinking it's going on like five years. Yeah, and yeah. the other and the other little group we hang out with has been a little while, and and I always just, a I, pleasure. I love man. I love all you guys, and um, you know, I mean, you're like you guys are this silent professional dudes that nobody gets. It's kind of like my job; it was you know, behind the scene guy. So well, I that's love my you. expression. I I'm I'm like Charmin. I work behind the scenes. But, <laughs> well, uh... I thought I thought that was my calling. <laughs> Yeah, I literally I thought that was my calling, but it ended up I ended up having to be in front of camera, and it was yeah. horrible. I I did not like that at all. I can tell you and that you're doing a fine job, sir. I wonder if uh, as we close, if you would uh, close us in the word of prayer. Amen. Yeah, Lord, uh, Holy Spirit, I just invite you down right now, and I just ask for an anointing over Paul and Mike and all of his his viewers and their podcast. Lord, I know that Satan has always got some agenda to push or something to deceive us with but i just ask lord for clarity for these guys and for everybody listening to this podcast for the root of confusion to be cut out to be cast into the pit never to return never to be replaced until the elect one sits on the throne of glory and passes judgment over that evil spirit on that final day lord we just ask that you come into an anointing with all of your remnant and you continue to just spread the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout this world and anoint the people who have the ears to hear and eyes to see Lord. We ask these things in your name and in your blood, Yeshua's blood. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. All right. Well, you know, a lot of times people think it's funny, but you know, Satan was the prince of the airways. So you want to bless yeah. your you want to bless your stuff because it does go out through sound. Amen. I mean, you can you know I'm just I was getting a little I've been studying the 432 harmonic frequency about you know how it's God's perfect frequency. Do you guys ever look into that? I have never heard of it. <laughs> we'll have to save that for the next episode. Yeah, it's, a, it's a yeah, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. But I I've, I've just been doing a lot of research and. And I see all this stuff and I'm trying to determine what's like, is that real? What does that mean? You know, like, cause I always, look, I always get me curious. I'm not saying I know what to believe about it, but I've just been looking into it. Amen, brother. Again, thanks, Mike. Appreciate your uh, taking some time out today to uh, come to Pineland. Thank and, you, sir. Share your story. Hey, love you guys. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, brother. Have a great night. God bless you. You too. All right. So anyway, we uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Pinelander podcast. And if you enjoy our content, we hope you'll enjoy, uh, check out our sponsors. Blacksmith Publishing has been uh, serving the warrior class since 2013. Blacksmith Publishing has great titles written by warriors for warriors. So if you're looking for a great reference book or you just want to unwind in the G-Base with a great novel, uh, be sure to check out the bookstore located at blacksmithpublishing.com. And if you're looking for some cool Pinelander apparel that you can't find anywhere else, uh, head over to our general store located at pinelander1776.com. Got a great selection of shirts, hats, jackets, and everything else you could think of. 
If you're interested in uh, helping develop our country's next generation of warriors, uh, consider the American Nagogi Project. It's something that we're uh, just launching, and uh, we're really excited about it. And uh, we'll share um, we'll share with you uh, as this thing progresses along. Until our next meeting, remember to keep your head on a swivel, stay mentally and tactically smart, physically and spiritually strong, and socially astute. To each other, we pledge our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. God bless Pineland.